Welcome back to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike. Today I'll be chatting with Alex Aguiar, co-founder of RecoverX, which is a company that's transforming injury recovery. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's Tyler Brondag here with the guys like us. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I appreciate everyone coming in, spending some time out of their day on the road, at work, at home, wherever you are. Grateful to have you, whether this is your 30th or first episode. Christian, not Christian, interested in entrepreneurship, not interested in entrepreneurship, whatever it may be, excited to have you here. Today I'll be chatting with Alex Aguiar, he's a f- co-founder of RecoverX, a technology company focused on providing transform- transformative and innovative products in the recovery market. One of their first products is going to be a hot and cold pack that is controlled through your smartphone. can go on both ends of the spectrum to treat injuries. In this podcast today, Alex shares a bit more about his faith experience in high school and, and walking walking with the Lord into, into college as well, playing college soccer, and how the biggest challenge he's had in Step of Faith has actually been starting up RecoverX. And he recommends starting up a company for anybody that is really on the verge and, and might feel this calling to do so, but is just a little bit hesitant. Um, Alex is full force invested in, in in the startup life and and recommends it for everyone else so stay tuned for this episode hello and welcome back to the guys like us podcast this is your host tyler brondike and today i'm joined with alex aguiar who is currently based out in california and is the co-founder of recover x so without further ado alex thanks so much for hopping on today of course. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Great. How I, how I love to kick things off is just by opening the conversation in prayer. So I'd be happy to, to kick us off right now. Oh, that'd be awesome. Heavenly Father, thanks for bringing Alex and I together today for just an opportunity to share some time together, hear a bit more about um, Alex's life and background and really how he's glorifying your name in, in the space he's in right now. And and you know, as an entrepreneur and um, living over in California, and, and just in a you know a different environment and culture, and we and we strive to to show your unique creation in, in so many different areas of life. And I'm just happy and, and honored to to have Alex on today, and 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 know that you'll be pouring into this conversation as we go. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. Absolutely. So. Um, just to, to kick things off, I, I want to know just kind of a, a brief bio about yourself. Um, mm. Obviously, you're in California now. Is that where you grew up as well? And then what are some of your biggest passions and gifts? And then also just a brief intro into Recover X. Cool. So, yeah, a little bit background about myself. I did grow up um, in California in a small town by San Luis Obispo where Cal Poly is. Um, the town's called Atascadero. Um, when I was there, my biggest passions in life have always been around sports. So I grew up playing basketball, baseball, soccer, 
golf, a bunch of different sports. And really when I was 11 was when I kind of chose and to go down the route of pursuing soccer. Um, so because of where I was from in Atascadero, the closest club team that was actually traveling and was good to go to different college showcases, they were an hour and a half away. So from actually from 11 to 16, my mom drove me an hour and a half on Tuesday and then an hour and a half back for practice on Tuesday and Thursday each week. Um, so that was pretty crazy until 16 um, when I got my license. I remember my mom throwing me the keys right when I got out of the DMV and I drove to practice. So that all worked out because I was able to get a full ride scholarship to UC Davis where I went to college. Um, played soccer there for four years. I graduated with a neuroscience degree as well as a double minor in psychology and technology management. I really thought, uh, thank God, and my calling was to pursue being like a sports medicine physician, but realized that my brain works a little bit more for entrepreneurship. So for me, a lot of my biggest passions in life are sports. I still play soccer. Um, and then, like I was saying, my brain kind of works more for business, so that kind of led me to this company. So kind of how it started, and a little background about Recover X is we're building a, uh, like a smart injury recovery company, um, and our first product is a device that can connect over Bluetooth, and then it can automatically get to the optimum cold or hot therapy temperatures in under 30 seconds without any ice and water. So this is great for cold and hot therapy, and as well, it's really portable because it has a rechargeable battery. And for me, I came up with that as I actually played against Stanford and had a really bad injury, and on the bus back up to Davis, the best thing they could give me was a strand wrap bag of ice. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the basis of what led me to starting this company. Wow, that's that, that's incredible. Um, so, so you, you know, starting this company has the has the, the the first product released yet, or is this something that you know you still still been in the works and testing? Yeah, so we've been kind of going at it for probably like two years now, um, and we I'm looking at it right now. Actually, we built the. I think this is our like fifth version and it's really close to production we are finishing up building 10 of them right now mm-hmm. and we're about to launch another um bigger pilot we're kind of calling this a professional pilot we have a lot of top pro athletes and top pro teams that will be testing out the product giving us feedback um and we'll roll that into whether or not we basically call it design freeze where you no longer iterate on the product and you try to go into manufacturing if the feedback is like so so and we need to do some more iterations then that's when we'll make that decision mm-hmm. but we'll probably be in production hopefully um like in a year or so awesome awesome and then is the the um the uh, first you know I, I guess prototypes going to be for as you mentioned professional athletes and a, a lot of the higher level athletes or is this something that um, you're looking to be able to provide to you know to everybody uh, it's definitely the latter. So, but for us, um, especially around our price point, we want it to be a consumer product for people who are suffering from chronic pain, mm-hmm. as well as like weekend warriors and high school athletes. So, but for us, in terms of credibility around the product um, and company brand, 
it's kind of like that top-down approach where a lot of the professional mm-hmm. athletes and top teams have the best, obviously, athletes, but also the best trainers. And if they have a buy-in and provide us the right feedback, then if it works at that level and we can get the price point to a level that consumers want, then it's a win-win for the consumers because they got tested at an elite level. Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah. So so this process, I'm, I'm sure, has... I don't know. I mean, I, I would get... I would get frustrated not being able to see to see like a full result and like you know and actually yeah. see like revenue or sales coming in from from a you yeah. know it's two years in how how have you been able to have to have faith and keep faith um, through this time? Yeah, you're completely right. It's can get really frustrating, um, especially with the unknown. I think like a lot of people in life, right? They are scared about graduating college and then what am I going to do with that? It's every single day in a startup of like, Oh my gosh, or what we're building is, is that even going to work? Or are the consumers even going to want that feature? Um, so for us kind of like in myself to keep the faith is it's tough to do this sometimes, but really just <laughs> sit back and let God take the reins of your life and really be like, all right, I have no say in this. God has a plan. Let's just keep, like keep trucking along, um, keep designing, um, and kind of keep praying that the direction that we are going is the correct direction. And um, it's been going really well since I've been able to. It's been a tough road to come to that kind of wisdom, especially in a startup. But once I kind of let God kind of take the reins, then it really yeah. helped me out and keep my frustrations down. Yeah. That, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I think the uncertainty is one of the, the most challenging parts in my life. And I mean, when I talk yeah. to a lot of my friends, it's, you know, it's especially at the, you know, at a younger age and for a lot of uh, millennials that we're talking to, right. It's, you, you need change and you need, you need it quick. It's a very, yeah. it's a very instant gratification culture that we live in um, today. So, you know, and it, it's awesome that you've been able to tie your faith into something greater. And I want to, I want to kind of touch on that experience now too. So yeah. when did you first, you know, start following Jesus and kind of walk me through that experience as well? Yeah. So I, my family, we didn't grow up, um, in church. Um, I have younger twin brothers and we, didn't really start going to church till high school. Um, the reason why I did was a lot of my my best friends growing up were going to youth group, um, and they asked me to come check it out. And I went and started checking it out. Um, really loved um, not just the camaraderie, but all the teachings that I was starting to learn from Jesus. And while I started diving into the Bible. Um, it was just a great experience for me. I'm really scientific with like my background and yep. neuroscience and stuff. So I have tons of <laughs> not skepticism, I would say, but I, I have a tons of questions. And for me, yep. it takes a scientific approach to get those answers. So for me, I, it's all about reading. Um, like, did God really do this, or did He really mean it this way? And uh, that's been just a huge growth in my my religious background and just my following of Jesus and his teachings is being able to question, but also find those answers in some great books out there, etc. So it's been, it's been an amazing experience so far. Awesome. Awesome. So, so uh, you mentioned obviously kind of a, a dating your experience coming to Christ and really started to, to dig into your faith in, in high, yeah. in high school. And, I, and I'm sure 
this is a question I always love to ask is how were you, what, what were the, the biggest, I guess, you know, obviously there's challenges kind of, of, of seeing the, the results and seeing how things made sense. Um, especially come, you know, with it, and you have to have a scientific approach kind of in doing it and, and really investigate and discover. And I think for me, it, the, the process of, of really understanding what it all means, like took a lot of time. And, um, so, and I think as you know, for yourself as an athlete and transitioning into the college game, um, a lot of your time is is spent um, playing sports, and I'm sure in neuroscience is it's yeah. quite demanding as well. How were you able to 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 keep focus on on God during that time, or you know, and how were you able to to con- to to continue um, growing in your faith as well? Yeah, that's something I really learned early on. Um, I went into like my freshman year. Um, you know, kind of on fire for Jesus, so to speak. And I was part of like the fellowship of Christian athletes, um, Mm -hmm. had like a great, um, group around me of athletes who were also believed in Jesus. Um, and then to be honest, I think what happened, uh, kind of my sophomore and junior year is my busy lifestyle kind of took over and I kind of, I still believed in Jesus and everything, but I wasn't, I would say, I didn't have as much time management skills around um, trying to keep God the center of my life. Um, and I definitely learned from that experience, and that has helped me a lot for what I'm currently doing. Um, back then, it was, you know, like you were saying, I was studying neuroscience, so I had a lot of pre-med classes. I had soccer, I had weights, I had games. It was a lot of, it was really tough. Um, but now that I'm reflecting on that, it definitely helped me now where I'm super busy doing the startup, raising money. I wear different hats, accounting, building, uh, the product, everything. Um, but what's helped me now, to be honest, is saying like small prayers throughout the day. Mm. And they're not like sitting down for 10 minutes, you know, and praying at night. It's me building up product right now and me going like hey god thank you so much for giving me this opportunity again to be building this product that is really going to help people and it's just small things like that throughout the day that have really helped keep god the center of my life and i've learned that um to do that especially in this uh challenging startup not um that's awesome that was that was a kind of a a question i was going to ask and follow up but you already covered that is like how you're able to do it now too. And I, I'm, I think it's, yeah, I, I'm sure that that has kind of evolved over time and now you're, you're, you're able to incorporate these small prayers. And I mean, I just love that. I think there's a, yeah. is there a way that you, you, you keep yourself accountable to doing that or is it something that's just kind of intuitive for you? It, it's kind of, it's come intuitive as yeah. a personal thing. Um, to me, sometimes I kind of struggle with, um, is like, I don't know, I don't want God to be another hour on my calendar, right? I don't yeah. want to put like, all right, from 7 to 8 p.m., I need to make sure I read the Bible. Um, I used to do that, and sometimes uh, it doesn't happen. Things come up. Yeah. So that's where this has kind of blossomed for me, where um, I say silent prayers in my head um, just throughout the day, and it really helps me just keep, things in perspective as well as gratitude to what the Lord is actually doing in my life. Um, in terms of uh, other accountability is 
Um, I have four great guys working with um, me right now. Um, like my co-founder, he's been with me for two years, and he's a great Christian. Um, and we pray like every Monday morning, um, and it's been just an amazing experience having him keep me accountable as well. And we kind of just challenge each other and ask, like, so how is your spiritual relationship with God going this week? And is there anything I can help to facilitate it to grow even more? Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. And I love that, right? It's like God God is in a calendar appointment, right? You can't yeah. you can't send a calendar invitation to him. And um, yeah. so it's it's something it's and that's this is something that somebody has mentioned to me too. It's like I, I'm I'm in a similar vein. I, I like to stay very busy and like allocate time for everything. Um, yeah. and <laughs> I mean, you know, and it but it's something where it's like, well, you know, you can't you can't space out time for God because He's going to come in at different times and yep. like whether you like it or not. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, so yeah. So um, next thing I, I kind of want to continue on this on this work work ministry type vein. Obviously, being in, in the San Francisco Bay Area uh, is is a city with a very unique culture and as yourself as a you know the first entrepreneur coming out of the silicon valley area i would say um you know it's a con there's a lot of tech innovation and yeah. entrepreneurship and so like how do you see the work that you do progressing and growing for kingdom causes yeah so that was i guess to go back is i started this company out of like a need that I saw like on myself, right? Like we're still using ice pack to treat injuries. Like how are we still doing that? And today I didn't set out, um, like at the beginning to build a, you know, a Christian company. Um, but what's been amazing and just with God's guidance, we've been able to create and sit back and reflect on what we're really building that can help people's not only injuries, but we can have, um, a, like a specific touch point in their life when they're at their lowest. So when someone has an injury, it's usually devastating. Like if someone tours their ACL, they're out for nine months. Well, that's a really kind of depressing state that they can be in. And with our product, it can help. So for us, it's when we reflect on it, we're actually really serving others um, and helping others, not only like mm. physically with their pain, um, but also we want to help them with like great customer service. Is there other things that we can touch in those kind of depressing states for them that will make the process and healing better? So I would say for one, it's healing like physically, but two is like serving them in different manners to help their injury recovery process become even better. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's, that's spot on. And, Right, I, I, I just kind of having this little like revelation now almost. It's because like who you act, who you interact with every day is, is is important. Every interaction, yeah. every interaction is important. And if if you're in, if you're somebody who is you know n normally is, is injured and and it's something that's obviously a very traumatic. It can be a very traumatic yeah. and and detrimental aspect. Um, I mean, I know for my myself, I I was diagnosed with compartment syndrome. My, my junior year of playing soccer. So I was out for the entire season for, for college soccer as well. But, and that was something where I was at a very low point. Um, and, but if, if, if there's something that, that can come in and kind of meet me where I am and provide guidance, uh, 
and just an overall support, right, of where I am. It doesn't matter where it comes from, right? But yeah, exactly. And if and if and and if you know if that's if that's the tool, the mechanism that that you're going to use, that that is that's 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 great. Yeah, and for us, because you can control the device by um, our app. On the app, I have like a vision that we can because right now you can control it so the exact temperature and duration but that's another um, platform that we can engage with our users mm-hmm. who are going through that pain um, where I don't know we send if someone wants like Bible verses let's say like I would love to send them a Bible verse every couple days that say like hey like keep going this is like something that got us through when we were injured and give them a Bible verse or yep. um, exercises other things and I think it's just another platform that we can mm-hmm. really help those people who are injured awesome awesome um so so something actually that you that you touched on earlier and i want to i want to come back to um a lot of you mentioned that you, there's you had a lot of questions and i'm sure you still have a lot of questions um yeah. what what are the really what are the biggest questions that you have right now it's hmm. a tough one i think for me um, I think for me right now, it's just kind of biggest question is really leaning on God in my personal life. Um, like mm-hmm. for instance, my girlfriend is moving, she got into vet school and she's moving to the Caribbean for three years and we've been together for two years mm-hmm. um, and really praying through that and really like relying on God. He's definitely, I've been relying on him in my professional life, but um, in my personal life right right now it's kind of like why god like is this right are we gonna um is she the right one are we gonna get married because you put this in our life um and that's something i'm struggling with right now i'll say kind of more existential question um it would be kind of just evolution so for me um as a science background um like learning through biology and stuff i can see evolution and how that transpires um and for me, I was like, oh, did we really come from Adam and Eve? Uh, and for that one, I really leaned on the book Case for Faith and also Case for Christ, but for Case for Faith, um, and it, it was just amazing, like, when you look at the molecular level and everything, like, how viruses are made, and it's just, there's no way that, for me, when I came to that conclusion, there was just no way that, I don't know, it was just random chance that we were placed here. Um, and that one is like the more existential question mm-hmm. that I've been struggling with, um, but that book really helped me out. Mm, okay, so so that's I, I've read yeah. I've read Case for Christ by by Lee Strobel. Is Case Case for Faith? Case for Faith, yeah, it's really great. Um, yeah, Case for Faith is like the next book, the same one um, where he interviews a lot of people, but he actually interviews. A lot of a lot of atheists who have some huge questions mm-hmm. um, and have some really good arguments of why evolution is real and God isn't and kind of things. But then it's it's an amazing book. I would really highly recommend reading it. It yep. basically goes through like some of the top six questions that Christians have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that, that's that's awesome actually because I'll actually I'll be leading a a, a Bible study group coming up that's actually on uh, on uh difficult questions and tough conversations yeah, so that's, oh, yeah definitely definitely so, read that one so this is perfect okay awesome um and and yeah i mean i i think it's so i think it's so important to to wrestle with these different to with these different topics and different questions right i mean it 
I think that, you know, when you're able to like really understand something, um, then I think it, you start to become a bit more of an advocate for it, an advocate for it. And that's, then that actually kind of becomes your, your, your strength. Um, and I mean, when I look back at, and I think it's, maybe it's, you're you're not informed. Maybe it's, there's uncertainty or maybe it's a weakness. I think there's different ways. Um, but when I look back at my, you know, my life, I think some of my greatest strengths have come from working on my weaknesses and, and actually working on things that I might not have, um, not have been so good at or been so, uh, uh, or not have understood as, as well, or, you know, or maybe it took, it took me a lot more time to understand it. Um, and you know, one of them for me is just like communication, you know? So it's like reading comprehension was super challenging for me when I was younger, um, but after, you know, continuous focus and using different, different strategies and, and continued practice in different ways, um, that's become a, a bit more of a strength for me. And now I really advocate, you know, advocate for, for continued reading and, and the values of continued learning. So, um, I, I, I love hearing that, you know, that, that kind of investigative approach that you have as well. And, um, when you, when you mentioned this, you, you, you talked about, you know, how this actually this going back to recover X is this top, yeah. that this top down approach, right? So you want to, you know, see people who are, you know, the influencers or see people who are really kind of putting out a good, a good name for it, um, yeah. to kind of help, I think, affirm and validate, um, and, and be your biggest advocates. And that's something that I think you also apply that same philosophy to understanding Christianity. I mean, sure. we have the, we have the same, it's a top down approach. I think it's like the first thing we go to is, is God and Jesus, right? Like yeah, those that's are, a good point. That, yeah. those are the, those are the, 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 the foundations and the, and the, and the spheres of influence that, that play the greatest. And then after that, right, it's like you, you come to those books and you come to, yeah. to people who have been, you know, or, or expertise in their, in these certain topic areas. Um, so is that, you know, I, and, and that the other question I, I kind of had is what, what advice do you have for, for people who are, um, either a interested in a bit more Christianity or, or B are just looking to kind of continue de- developing their faith? Cool. Yeah. I would definitely say from my past experience, it's, I think to be honest, the case for case for faith has been a really strong book in my life. Um, especially from like a learning perspective and I don't know some I think that people who are interested in Christianity and have those really tough questions um, this book really does well to answer those but not just like in I don't know it's hard to get some of those questions answered if you go straight into the Bible if you're mm-hmm. new to Christianity because you don't know where to look this has a really great format where if you have a big question like is evolution real and does that you know trump christianity and does that make christianity not true and if those are a lot of the questions that are affecting your life um definitely seek out answers to that i think what sometimes people do is they have those questions and they're like use way too much logic i think sometimes or just don't even care to dive into that investigative research to get the answer um so i guess that would be my advice is really take the time to be your own investigative journalist and find the answers um, and basically weigh both sides and then make your own uh, choice and then like have to rely on faith after that. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and and has there been any big moments of or kind of you know epiphanies or in in your in your walk and in your experience that has really kind of maybe turned a new leaf for you or kind of brought things to a new level in your faith? Um, I think to be honest, is a startup. Um, so it's, you have to have faith every single day because yeah. with not only in the business, but also that you're doing the right thing that God wants you to do. Um, that was something really early on that I struggled with where probably the first six months that I started this company, I was, you know, in my basement at my grandma's house and it was pretty, I went from living with like eight of my best friends in college to living by myself for six months. So that was really tough and really questioning, like, is this really worth it? Is this even going to happen? Um, I think for that was really where I just kind of got down on my knees and prayed to God, like, all right, like, please just kind of take over this. Please help me. Um, And that was really a big turning point for me is really just giving everything up and not trying to rely on my own knowledge and really admitting that I can't do it on my own, Um, especially in a startup. And yeah, you think you have the knowledge for a lot of the engineering and everything. There comes a time where you really have no idea and you just have to have that faith that God has the right plan for you. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I really like that. I think, when you realize that you can't do it on your own is something I, yeah. I really pulled out of that. And, um, that just, that rings a bell for me. Um, so awesome. Um, ne- next thing I, I kind of want to, to actually kind of dig back into a little bit, um, is what, you know, some of the, some of the questions that you had, or, you know, just a topic or a question that you had earlier on Christianity and kind of what your initial thoughts were, and then how you have made sense of it, you know, and looking at scripture and seeing or looking at scripture, reading books. Can you kind of take me through that a bit more, you know, a bit deeper into, you know, one specific area? Um, yeah, I guess, uh, like I was saying, was in the case for faith was yeah. um, kind of the bigger questions of evolution. And did we really start from Adam and Eve? Yeah. Um, so I'd say... That, like I was saying before, just yeah. that in- get investigative approach um, for me and from a scientific background, being able to look at the body and anatomy and just the amazing things that God has created and me sitting back and being like, no, there's no way this was just a random occurrence, like I was saying earlier, yeah. um, which really for me just kind of what brought me that answer um and like you were saying it's really been an advocate for me and when i talk to other people who are struggling with the same thing i'm like no really like look at this um look at what god has done with not just the environment but with our own personal bodies and how everything functions okay okay awesome awesome um and i i think just the the last you know thing i want to ask is um what what is maybe one thing that we did not cover that's that's on your heart now and you'd like to share, um, and then and then find and then to wrap up just how we can find you and how we can kind of you know start to walk or yeah. walk this journey with you and then how we can pray for you too. Awesome. Um, so thing that I guess is on my heart is not too much that we didn't cover, but mm-hmm. if there's anyone out there that 
wants to start a company, wants to try something new with a startup, I would definitely encourage them to do so because mm-hmm. I think it's the, other than maybe getting married, but I think it's one of the toughest, not toughest, but one of the biggest walks of faith that you can do with God um, by just starting something from complete scratch. Um, so mm-hmm. I would definitely encourage people to try that because not only do you learn a lot about yourself you learn a lot about your relationship with god and how he works in your life by doing something new like a startup and then for to get in touch with me um my email is alex at recoverx.io um and yeah awesome and then what are some different ways that we can or you know what is the way that we can pray for you um I think like I was saying earlier, personally, uh, my girlfriend's moving um, soon and it's been really tough for us um, because she will be in the Caribbean. Um, So something just along that lines to really bring clarity to our relationship and kind of the future. Awesome. 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 That sounds great. Um, well, great, Alex. I, that that covers everything um, that, you know, I wanted to cover today and and I really appreciate it. So, um, just to wrap up, I would just love for you to close you to close us out in prayer uh, to conclude. Oh, awesome! Awesome! All right, um, dear Lord, thank you so much for bringing Tyler and I together today. Thank you for giving him the courage to reach out to me, um, and I just want to say thank you for everything that you've done in both of our lives. Um, in my life, I'm really grateful for all the opportunities you've blessed me with. That not only helped professionally, but also helped stir the relationship with you, Lord. Um, and I also want to thank, thank you for everything you put in Tyler's life um, and all the friends that have helped him get to this as well as starting this podcast. I bet it's been a really big learning experience for him and as well as that, but it's also been challenging to him spiritually and has brought him close to you, Lord. So I just want to thank you so much for giving him the audacity to start that. Um, and yeah, I just want to pray to everyone else who's listening that they're just doing great and just really grateful that you are in all of our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.